1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: When you do something good here um, that everybody can appreciate and everybody likes, and, which is winning, it doesn't really matter if it's the Super Bowl or if it's the first game in the season. If you win the game, uh, our Packer fans are happy and and win the game in, a, in the right way, uh, conduct yourself in the right way, be the kind of person and uh, citizen in the right way. All of those things add up to a very complicated soup for, uh, for winning in the National Football League. The late Ted Thompson passing away yesterday at the age of 68. Brutal news. Haven't heard a bad thing about Ted yet. Yeah, we didn't like that he was in free agency, that he didn't dip into it. Ah, we wish he would have talked more. There were a lot of times that he hung Mike McCarthy out to dry at that podium after moves he made. Josh Sitton got cut? Can we talk to Ted? No, only in March. All right. Mike, what happened? I don't know. Okay. But I haven't heard a bad thing about him as a person. In fact, only good things. And we care about this Packers team. We care about this Packers team. So did he. And that's what you want with a guy who is leading your franchise. Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media. I mean, you've seen this guy. You've interviewed this guy. You've, you know, been there with this guy. Awful loss. For the Packers, Rob. In a, in a, uh, you know, overall there were times where we're like, okay, Ted, uh, not, he, no free agents. He doesn't do it anymore. He, he's, he's lost a step right up to his very draft. I mean, he found Aaron Jones in the fifth round. So he found Robert Tunyon that year as a street free agent. So, there, I mean, it's not like he was not doing anything at the end there. His imprint on this team is looms large over this game Sunday.
1: Oh, it's huge. I mean, there, there's there's Packers up and down the roster, and they'll be making big plays all over the field. <laughs> Excuse me, Bart. Um, on Sunday that, that are here because of Ted, obviously it starts with Aaron, the 24th pick, in 5 Adams, the second rounder. I mean, Bakhtiari would have been on the field. Corey Lindsley, you know, a mid-round pick in the offensive line. I mean, I, I went through it yesterday, Bart, um, and, and, I, and I ranked his top 20 draft picks of all time. And uh, I mean, Bart, I, I left off 10, 15, 20 really high level quality starters and players in this football league. What, what he did in the draft is, is so remarkable. And then you know you, you grab a, a media guy from another team, you know, grab Denver, grab, grab the Lions or whatever and, and compare it to the you know to, to, to that window, the 05 to the end of 17 season when, when Ted then eventually was, was replaced by Godakunst and, and the drafting record there between you know, organizations are just remarkable. You know, you hit on free agency a little bit there, Mark, and, and and I agree with you, Ted could have been more aggressive and, and been more active at, at various times, but I, I think the one thing people forget about all that too, Mark, is he was so good in the draft that on a given year, you know, he was finding three or four guys each draft that you'd want to eventually sign to that second contract, right? And, and that and that in essence became his free agency. I mean, if if he would have let some of these guys get to the street, they, they were gonna max out and, and get the highest possible contract at their at their respective positions. And Ted would get him inked to deals earlier and keep him in Green Bay and that in essence became his free agency and then he'd reload and retool in the draft. Now there were certainly years he could have been more aggressive and, and things like that and um, you know we could we could talk about that all day, but but top to bottom, you know the word I kept hearing yesterday, Bart, was underappreciated, and I think that's really fair. Um, you know, Ted, Ted gave Mike McCarthy and and really the coaching staff and and the people in Green Bay plenty of talent, Bart, to win more than one Super Bowl. And 2011 should have been one of those seasons. They had a chance in 2014. Um, you know, Ted was unbelievably aggressive in 2010, filling out that roster week after week as guys went down with season-ending injuries. So, um, you know, I, I don't know if, if he'll eventually wind up in, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but, but there there's no question. He, you know, he, he's, he's an all-time Hall of Fame Packer.
0: Well, gee, a lot of our, like, conversation about the future of this team, you know, for the offseason is still rooted in what Ted did. It's, do you sign Aaron Jones? What do you sign Bakhtiari to? Do you sign Kevin King? Do you sign Corey Lindsley? I mean, these are all Ted's guys. This is... It's a huge imprint. Oh, no,
1: no, no doubt. I mean, I, I, some of those guys you just outlined there, I think they made their choices earlier this particular season. You know, Kenny King, they did. Uh, 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 Kenny Clark, I mean, they, they did. Well,
0: um, uh, Kenny King. Who is this Kenny King that the broadcast keep talking about? And you just you slipped into it. Ken-
1: Ken- Kenny King Bart was a terrific corner for the Raiders in the late early <laughs> the 90s. And you you wouldn't believe how many people in Green Bay call Kevin King Kenny King and then it gets in your head and, and, and you do hear it.
0: <laughs> Every I, week I, on T V they do the same I, thing. I know. It's it is it it is absolutely
1: hilarious. But no, Kenny you know, Kenny Clark they picked, they picked Martiari and it's probably gonna mean a couple of a couple of these other Ted Thompson guys have to leave like you know, like King and and like Jones and probably like Lindsley, they, they, they made their bet and and that's what they're going to, you know, eventually live with. But um, I mean, no, you're, you're right. I, I didn't break it down last night, Mark, but I, I would have to think the better part of half the starters you'll see on the field, right, come, come Sunday for, for Green Bay are Ted Thompson's guys. Um, he, he he certainly wasn't as sharp at the end and maybe, you know, we, we again, we we. We let him go a year too long probably um you know I, I i've even heard hard for the you know for the last year 18 months Ted only had a couple months to live so um you know the, the fact he made it to uh what january 21 of uh, of 2021 i think to some people was a little bit of a surprise either yesterday or you know the news from wednesday was certainly no great surprise i think to, to those inside the organization and or those that knew ted well um Sadly, he was on a, you know, he was on a pretty steep decline the last, the last of years, but um, no, you're right. Even up till the end, there's, there's a lot of players here on this roster that, um, you know, Matt LaFleur should be very thankful that, that Ted Thompson was around to find.
0: Well, obviously the big one in the, his first pick ever, Aaron Rodgers. you look at this matchup and I'm going to take the Packers. I mean, I don't think that's a surprise to anybody, but I'm going to take the Packers to win. What's, what's, keeping me from doing it more confidently than, than I would have is, is Tom Brady. I mean, guy's lucky. He's good. He gets to these championship games all the time. I think home field is a big, big factor here, even if it's not as cold as it's we think it's going to be or if the noise doesn't affect him that much. I think Rodgers has been waiting for this game his entire career to play this game in Lambeau Field, and I don't think he's going to let that opportunity pass him by for one of many reasons. And I think this is their best team they've had since, you know, at least in the NFC championship games in these last seven years, four championship games, I think it's their best team since. And they, they've got a great coach now. I I like the Packers this week. And where are you at?
1: Well, it's, I think it's a field goal game, first of all Bart. I mean I think these teams are unbelievably close in, in a lot of areas. I, I think on a neutral field Tampa's probably the better team. I, I think the weather gods are gonna smile on Green Bay. It sounds like they're still coming in before the game now. Uh, it, it it sounds like it might be cleared out, but but I can guarantee you that field's gonna be slick and, and that's certainly a good way to neutralize some speed. I mean take those inside linebackers they have, right? White and David who who run like the wind. Certainly White is a four four guy. All of a sudden, now on a slick track, maybe he's a four six, he's a four seven guy, and and things open up a little bit more in the run game, or for your tight ends, or something like that. Um, I, I I think the weather is going to neutralize Tampa's speed if this snow actually comes in and and, and, and dumps a little bit on Green Bay, and, and you know how the ground screw is going to be, fired. They, they they might make that a slow track um, over there in Green Bay. It, it's going to be a lot different in terms of the field they played on back in Week Six when they were, when they were in Tampa Bay. Brady really scares the bejesus out of you, Bart, if, you have, you know, if you're a Packer fan and, and part of the Packer nation. I mean, and, and I've broken down the stats the course of the week, part it's so unbelievable. You know, he's double every other top quarterback in every statistical category. I mean, you talk wins, for example, thirty two second places, place is Joe Montana with 16, right? It's his 14th conference title game. Second place again. Montana with seven. And I mean, we go on and on, Bart. I mean, he's he's doubled the all-time great. I mean, he is he is literally that good. His conference title games are almost make a full season now, right? He he has as many wins in in the postseason as all but four franchises in the history of, of football. So, I mean, if this is a tie game with three minutes left and Brady gets the ball, Bart, I I think you know I think this whole state is you know. Freaking out and losing their collective mind. Um, I, I'm with you. Rogers has waited for this forever. He wanted this game in Lambeau. He's got it in Lambeau. Um, we've talked about it on your show before, but so I mean, Rogers has had four swings of the bat in NFC Championship title games, and he's old for four. Uh, they, they won the game in Chicago in ten on, on, on a BJ Rogers touchdown and, and on, a, on the backbone of that defense. Rodgers has not been good, Martin, in in his four trips to the NFC Championship game. I think his overall passer rating is 78, and you know his passer rating this year was 121, so what are we talking there? a 43-point swing? Um, So, yeah, he's got to be dramatically better. For them to win the game, Bart, he's got to be the best player on the field. Um, He can be, there's no question. He's been the best player in the league uh, all season long. Um, I, I think, you know... We, we can break this down position by position, matchup for matchup. The talent level is extremely close and thin. It's, uh, it's, I think this has the potential, just based on the quarterback matchup and you know, and the fact each team's probably got seven, eight Pro Bowl level players. This has, a, this has a chance to be the best NFC Championship team in the history of the league.
0: You know, I feel pretty good. I go to Rob Reichel on Twitter. I look at this uh, article you wrote, Forbes.com, and again, Conley Media. And uh, you got a stat here. Green Bay defensive coordinator, Mike Petten, three and 10 lifetime against Tom Brady. And he has lost eight straight against him. The Packers defense has been playing better, but you, you, the, the turnovers are going to be huge in this game. Packers, they turn the ball over first quarter. Uh, you can't give Tom Brady a short field, but the Packers defense has to come up with some takeaways to win this game is Mike Petten. I know he's lost to Tom Brady a lot. Is he in a better spot at least this week, or is he just? Uh, he's, you know, I think of last year's NFC Championship game where we all wanted him fired at halftime. <laughs> he, he's definitely in a better
1: spot Bart, than he was than he was a year ago. But but uh, uh, amazingly, he was he's actually not in as good of a spot as he's been in most of his matchups with Brady. Um, he had. Nine matchups with Brady when he was with the Jets and Bart, seven of those, he had a top five defense, uh, in, in the National Football League. There was one year where he had the number one defense in the league and Brady got him twice. I mean, Titans had really good defenses. Even the one year he was in Buffalo as the defensive coordinator, which was 2013, Bart, his. he had a top ten defense and he went 0-2 against, against Brady and Brady carved him up pretty good. And of course, Brady got him for 31 points and, in that win in in, in Foxborough in 2018, and then and then we all know what happened in Week Six this year. So, um, the thing is, the thing is, Barb Brady's done this to everybody, and um, you know, so so Patton's numbers aren't unique. The fact he's three and ten against Brady, and he's on an 18 losing streak, it, it, it is reason for concern. I mean, his his last eight sets playing against Brady, you know, Brady's had the better part of 33, 34 points per game. Uh, there's clearly not got to find a way, Bart, to keep that in the low to mid-20s um, if they're going to win the football game. I think mean, if Tampa gets into the mid-30s, Green Bay's probably not going to put up that, that 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 point total against Tampa's you know, speed on defense and the quality of players they have there top to bottom. No, there, there, there's no doubt. There's a lot of pressure here on, on Mike Patton. Um His, his group's got to be better, Bart, than uh, some of Pettin's past defenses have been against Brady and certainly... Than they, than they were in week six. Like you said, though, Bart, the, the good news, I mean, Green Bay's defense has been really good the last six games. 17 points a game is is what they've allowed. They've only allowed four touchdown passes in that time, uh, Bart. And, and, and like you said, turnovers are key. Brady usually gives you one or two a game that, that, that you're going to get your hands on. The key is, you know, does, does Jair Alexander hold the ball, right? Does, does that... Savage hold the ball, this King hold the ball, uh, et cetera, across the board there. Because Brady's probably going to give him one or two through the course of the game. And, um, you know, like you said, a lot of heat on Penton And um, they've got to be better, certainly, uh, than Penton's past units have been in these head-to-heads against Brady.
0: You also, Rob Reichel, Forbes.com, Conley Media, you wrote about Rashawn Gary, that draft class a couple years ago. So Gutekind comes in here and tries to pick up where Ted left off. You look at that draft class last year. Rashawn Gary has been terrific these last couple of uh, months. Darnell Savage, Elton Jenkins. I mean, you're going to have a lot of Goody and a lot of Ted on that field coming up on Sunday. What, What an effort and hopefully what a performance we see out of Rashawn Gary. I can't say enough about this kid so far.
1: Well, you know, there's a couple of spots where Green Bay's going to have advantages. And you're right on Gary. The way he has surged this season, you know, they're going to have some real salary cap issues when the season ends, Bart. I mean, over half the league is going to just in the fact that the cap's going to go down $20-plus plus million from from what we're at this year. So there's going to be a lot of teams scrambling. And the emergence of Gary will allow them in all likelihood to let Kristen Smith walk, and they'll be able to save that money on the cap. And um, they're actually over the cap right now, Bart, when you look ahead to next year. So they're going to have to be creative and, and, and come up with some stuff. That that That's a real simple thing is to let Preston and walk and, and, they, and they insert Gary and probably draft another young outside linebacker. Um, but when you look at this matchup specifically, Bart, this Sunday, Tampa's um, offensive line has a couple of weak spots on it. And, and if, if Green Bay can get the Smiths and Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary have big time games and get Brady off his spot. That's that's really the key. When when Brady's not pressured hard and he can just drop back and stand in that one little spot that he likes to and he's got three seconds, three plus seconds to throw the ball, uh, look out. That's when he's gonna carve you apart. They have gotta force Brady to get the ball out of his hands in less than three seconds. They've got to force him to move around that pocket a little bit, get him off that spot. Because he's largely inaccurate now when when that happens, Bart. And um if 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 that's the case then, then Green Bay is going to have a chance here defensively to, to really slow down Tampa Bay and, and throw some wrinkles at, at what the Bucks are going to want to do. And, and like you touched on there, it, Gary's going to be huge. Um, you know, so are the Smiths. And, and, and Clark, had, you know, Clark had a really big game last week in, in that Rams game. Uh, you know, amazingly outperformed Aaron Donald. And, and, and if he can do something like that again, he's fully healthy. And um, you know, kind of had an up and down, disappointing type of year due to some due to some injuries and things like that. If they can get him going, Bart, um, they, they could really they could really frustrate Brady and, and cause some havoc there.
0: Rob, thank you for your time. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you for your friendship, your dedication, your love and support.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it, Bart. You enjoy the game too. So Let me catch your fastball. I
0: right, see you, Robbie. See you, bud. Rob Reichel, Great Midwest Bank Hotline you're applying for a home renovation loan and you're a bit anxious, breathe. Let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.